The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. Let's go, baby. Whoa, what a beginning. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. What do you guys think, you think of the show so far? <laughs> it's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk all things barbecue and any other topic you may talk around the pit. Hello, Chrissy. Hiya. Thanks for getting us on. Finally, appreciate eh, you're it. Welcome. Not your yeah, fault. Love, Technology eh. sometimes just yeah. hits you with an uppercut, you it's know? Nothing better when Zoom and Facebook both go, ah, not today. Joining not us today, today remotely from Arizona, the big man himself, Mr. C-Mac from C-Mac Cooks. What's up, Craig? Yes, sir, Gregory. So, you know, listen, I think it's just another example of how this whole show goes to shit when a tree falls on Meg's house. I, it's all fun and games until right. a tree falls on your damn house. Jesus. Poor son of a bitch. I feel Ugh. so bad. This guy, his fam, they got humbled up in New Hampshire, which is about what they get? what they, they got pumbled? they got pumbled <laughs> they got pumbled pumbled what is a pumble? don't you know what pumbling is pumbling is like a like a they got they got Pum- pumbled like they got, pumbled they, they got pummeled there's pumbled. no b in yeah. pummeled <laughs> <laughs> my wife will just add that to the list of shit that I say <laughs> all the time they got pummeled. But I, I say they that. got pummeled because okay. they got blasted. He's got trees all over his house. Ugh. They got a, a, a long, uh, like, spear javelin thing. Came flying through the rubber roof, threw into the sunroom, and he hit the china cabinet, smashed the glass. I mean, it, it's awful. It's awful. So, it, And a tree fell on his car, on his truck. On the pickup truck. Oh, it may have bent oh the, I didn't see that. It may have bent the frame. It may have bent the frame. Yeah, it oh, fell right on the right on the yeah, top of the windshield, cracked it, Jesus. the whole inside where the lighting console all fell down. I mean, holy shit. We just got a little bit of wind in Wakefield. It was nothing really uh, crazy where I am, but he's about an hour and a half north of where, where, where I am. So um, thank God everybody's okay. Yeah, and he had to take the day off to deal with uh, with that. So it's no fun. With that said, I say we just get right into the reads because we're already running. Uh, what ten minutes late, Chrissy? Thank God we don't have a guest, huh? Claudia, hi, Claudia. Claudia's in here. I'm so glad you guys are safe, Claudia. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag pummeled. Claudia, I'm <laughs> glad you all didn't get uh, pummeled even worse. So. <laughs> Me too. All right. Speaking of pumbled, Greg, do you ever wonder why when you're having a big pumbled barbecue and nobody's showing up to pumble with you? I always but your next why. door neighbor, Everyone's but your next door neighbor is pumbling along just as well. Yeah, he gets and pumbled. There. He gets pumbled every time he lights up his, his his grill. Why is that? That's right. Well, he's pumbling with Uncle Steve's shake. So listen. <laughs> You know, the guy's got a dozen flavors, including my all-time favorite rub, Gator Shake. Yep. He's got the, the, the one and only uh, dessert shake. Best customer service. The guy is fantastic. Listen, you call him up. You got any kind of issues? You want to just talk about shake? You get the man himself. I mean, how could it be any better than that, right? 
Hands on, hands on, hands on. I will tell you how it gets better than that. (laughs) New on Facebook. Yep. Uncle Steve Shake Nation. If you are not, if you have not joined this group, guys, join the group. Steve's got all of his, any of his videos, pictures that that folks have done using his rub. Yep. They're all on there. Uh, Give him a shout. Order some rub. Mm -hmm. Share your pictures. Share your videos. Uncle Steve Shake www.unclestevesshake.com slash pumbled. That's what you need. Absolutely. <laughs> slash pumbled. Yeah, it's going to be an excellent group. I can't uh, I can't wait to uh, stop posting in there. Today's episode also brought to you guys, uh, brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop. Whether you're barbecuing or not, we're always keeping the smoke rolling. Thanks to our friends at twoguyscigars.com. Today, we're smoking the Stadium Series 2. Thanks to our friends at twoguyscigars.com. We can uh, smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit the number two guyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two guyscigar.com. Good stuff, actually. C-Mac, who else is today's episode brought to you by? You know, also, standing right in front of you, Magna Chef Gloves. Listen, patented magnet safety clip. Craig, I'm not there, so you got to show the clip. How does that work? Dude. Allows for rapid release Look. of one or both hands. Oh, oh, you're going dual colors. Look at that. Boom. They just come right off my sticky fingers. <laughs> but, dude, these things, they I'm going to tell you, they might feel a little odd when you first put them on. Give them a chance. There's a reason that they're designed like this. Oh, man. They're fantastic. Listen, they got grip waves. You can yep. pull pork. You, you get a little grip on them. Look at that. No need for claws. You can hang you them. got five, five badass colors, including the uh, three that you see there. Yep. Um, heat resistant up to 500 degrees. And Chrissy, I think you know what I'm about to say. I've tested them. <laughs> Don't try it at home, folks, but I've tried it 7,000 degrees. All right. Magna Chef will not back it at 7,000. Nope. I've tried it. Nope. It works. I picked up, we both picked up live coals on fire and pieces of wood with these gloves, and they didn't have it melted down. Mine haven't melted down at all. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Listen, this, it, it, when you got a product like this designed by a real life firefighter, he knows you know what's it's up. a joint. Yep. All right. Made in the USA. America. You want to support these guys. MagnaChef.com. Check Get out Al. Gloves. Al Infante, everybody. Magna Chef. That's with an E. MagnaChef.com. And today's also brought to you by Custom Cutting Boards R Us. Now, if you haven't checked out uh, our buddy Ian Hamming at Custom Cutting Boards R Us, I'll tell you right now. He's, he's, he's building some of the toughest cutting boards on the market right now. Um, these things are uh, 100% dishwasher safe, UV protected. They got uh, rubber footings on the bottom so that they don't slide around on you. Um, the deep juice reservoir, kind of a little bit deeper than you would expect for, for these cutting boards, really re- retains those juices when you're cutting into it. Multiple colors and sizes, including the dishwasher size. You have the Gigantor brisket board, which is almost That's up, a great board. Almost up to my it's almost up to my my waist. It's up to C Max knee, but still it's a monster cutting board. You could fit three briskets on the thing and cut them. And uh, his uh, his new pizza board, which is pretty awesome. You get that perfect slice every time. And I know you like to make those pizzas in the green egg, as I do. 
Yes. It is such a great uh, vessel to make pizzas. And then when you cut, use that board, man, again, rubber footing on the bottom. It's not sliding around on you. Today's episode, uh, uh, check them out at uh, Custom Cutting Boards R Us. That's the letter R us.com. In today's episode, also brought to you by Backline Fabrication, Backline Smokers, Mr. Ryan Newland out of Austin, Texas. Now, this guy is making some of the best, I'll tell you right now, some of the best and most innovative uh, custom pits, live fire devices, competition carts, offset smokers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he takes the time to learn about what it is you like, what makes you tick, and he just incorporates that kind of like silently into your into your pit and you just start noticing these things i mean he really takes he really he really puts his heart and soul into it and it shows and that's why the possibilities are endless and no two pits look the same so check out ryan newland backlinefabrication.com check out what he's putting out on his instagram at backlinefab and um i guarantee you guys won't be disappointed with what ryan's doing so that's our family right there Speaking of family, where are you, buddy? Uh, so this is like your, so what, your I, like fifteenth time, second week co- in a row, co-hosting. Second, second week week in a row. I'm out in uh, sunny Arizona, yep. Scottsdale, Arizona. Yep. Had a, the kids' spring break, and we've got a little place out here. So we came out with some friends and mm-hmm. just uh, warming up. In fact, I was i was hoping to do this out on our little deck. we've got a great little deck we're on the third floor of our condo and we overlooked this little lake i was hoping to give you guys a view but it's 95 and my uh, my imac overheated so i had to run in really quick so we had all kinds of technical difficulties yeah yeah what is the temp out there nice dry heat out in arizona right it is very dry this time of year, so you know the the ninety five or so today feels like about eighty back in New England. So yeah, so you were there last week and you're back again. But what were you there last week for, dude? So we had so um, I think anybody that follows me know that I do a lot of work with a company called Art of Flame, and the owners live out here in Scottsdale, and we had a an epic. Uh, we called it the Art of Flame Live Fire Social Event. Uh, we had about 20 um, local chefs, ambassadors, influencers. We had guys fly in from the UK. Uh, they had nine Art of Flames set up, and we basically cooked all weekend and and shot content and had an absolute blast. And and you know, by the way, I said it's 95 and it feels like 80. Yeah, but 95 cooking over, you know, hot fire for about eight hours every day. It, it gets a it little, gets a little uh, hot. Gets a little draining. But I'll tell you what, it was a fun event. There were some great people out there. A lot of, you know, social media folks that you guys might be familiar with, especially from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, go over to my my page. You can see it. But, uh, yeah, did a lot of cooking and, and kind of I was, you know, part of the, the hosting team for it. Um, you know, a lot of the companies came out as well. The guys from Fogo Charcoal and PS Seasonings, and I could go down the line. Um, it was it was a blast, and um, but it took me about a week to recover, and then we got uh, on a plane to come back out here again. This trip's a little bit more relaxing. So this is the this is the uh, you went out by yourself last week, and then this week is with the fam. With the fam, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of our you know 
I didn't really do anything on Easter. I was still recovering. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know you did. I, I, I saw some stuff uh, get posted. To, what'd you cook? You, that spiral ham was you, yeah? The spiral ham was me. First of all, I just want to nope. let everyone know real, real quick. We were supposed to have Leonard from Truth Barbecue on today. Um, and we were talking up until yesterday. And uh, so I know some of you guys were waiting for that, especially uh, Big Rome, Robert, and, and, and some of the guys that, you know, were with us when you know in, in Kent when we met uh, Leonard. But unfortunately, uh, I think he just got tied up and he, he never made it back to the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to say we got ghosted because we were talking, uh, but um, he's a busy guy. I mean, he's in the top, what, 10 barbecue or whatnot. So so anyway, so that was a quick little story. I know some of you guys are waiting for Leonard. Maybe we'll try to get him uh, another time. But um, on Saturday, before Easter, the day before Easter, I cooked a really awesome tomahawk steak. Ooh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whole Foods, it's just staring me right in the face. And I was like, shit, that thing looks good. It's three pounds. Got to do it. Three pounds with the bone. Give you a little truffle butter, truffle infused, you know, infused truffle butter um, when you buy steaks there, apparently. It's got these little pucks. And that thing, man, oh, put that in the kettle. About 325. Little, uh, little, a little oak in there, and uh, less than an hour later, I think it was ready to kind of pull over right, right to the, right to the flames, and that was, that was delicious. But really excited about the Easter ham I did, dude, dude, what? That, 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 what? That, that, I actually had, I saw, I saw that hit my feed, and then I had to, I had to go take a cold shower. That was <laughs> put sunglasses that was, on. That, that was the whoop. color, Chrissy. The color, the color. Yes. So. It was your traditional already cooked spiral ham, right? Everyone double smokes, whatever. Talk about the glaze that you put on the ham. And I've done a bunch of different glazes over the years from maple bourbon, honey to orange bourbon, this, that, cherry, pineapple glazes. But this one we did, this one we did this year, I've got to tell you, it's probably one of my. One of my favorites that we did. It was just a cup of my barbecue sauce, a uh, quarter cup of apple jelly, quarter cup of dark brown sugar, a uh, quarter cup of honey, and to thin it out, you ready for this one? A quarter cup of 100% all-natural beet juice. Mm. Oh, so that's where a lot of that red came from. Beet juice. Now, wow. it was kind of an accident. I wasn't like, hey, let's add beet juice in here, and it's going to be delicious. I didn't have any juice at all or anything thin enough to thin out the glaze. So I got the beet juice, which we have for smoothies. I added a quarter cup, and it turned to this nice red color. And you know what? You couldn't taste the beet whatsoever. So I glazed it, and that thing came out amazing. And now it got me thinking. That would be an amazing glaze for ribs. Could you think turning in color. turning in ribs at the KCBS at a KC, at a, we have our comp coming up right in June. Yep. Turning yep. in ribs with that glaze, that red color, those ribs. I mean, I it's I don't know. It could be beet juice. It could be a thing. 
a lot. Dude, I, I'll tell you, it was beautiful. <laughs> Robert says, hashtag moist AF. Moist AF. Go along with my go along with the shirt. But uh, what's it, up? Man, what's up? It, yes, it was. Kent, yes, shit show. Yes, yes. What's up, Big Rome? What's up, K. Your? What's up, Craig McPherson? Robert, Big Salinas. But um, what's up, Gray? Efron, all the boys in the house today. Did we just get trolled? Jeff Nelson. By yeah, who? we did. By who? Who we get trolled by? Mustafa. Oh, what did he, did he post? Like a freaking crypto link or some crap? I don't know. Something to do with WhatsApp and da 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 da. Like, well, wait a second. Now this is so, so, this is this has happened before, and it looks like it's coming from us, right? No, no, no. That's why I'm. I, I or is this just somebody you guys know? Ab- Abu Elizabeth. I don't know. I don't know there's a lot of French going on. Yeah, there's a uh, whole K, lot. Of- K- Hey, yours trying to translate, but uh, wait. Hey, hey, mom, my mother's in the in the in the lab. Everyone behave. Mom's in the lobby. Yes, we get, Hi, all right, we got to clean it up now. Clean it up. Yep. Actually, my yep. my mother's got a mouth like a truck driver. If she wants, so she <laughs> she fits in <laughs> just <laughs> fine. I love you, mom. But uh, yeah, you know, I went live once uh, at, at Houston on on the on the pit life page, and as I was live, Chrissy, I sent you a screenshot. Yeah, it, it, a message came up. From Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, as if one of us typed it, and it, yeah. it was a Bitcoin thing. I'm like, uh, what? So yeah. I think we might need to change the password, maybe. I'm not in control. I'll tell you, those hackers, man, they're out. they're ridiculous. We had a guy out at the uh, our big Art of Flame cook. Yep. This guy's a pretty pretty big guy on on Instagram. Has I don't know, he's got something like 265,000 followers or something, and he had got hacked. A couple weeks before, and I don't know if you remember, I got hacked last summer, right? Pre- prior to yes. Riverfest oh, and, and our, that was awesome. And there's just no, there's no support, and I'm just a little guy. But you know, you would think a guy like that that's got so many followers, they'd have, uh, you know, Facebook or Instagram would have a little bit more support. Man, you're 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 SOL, and you know, and, and of course they were you're trying to trouble. get money out of them, but you're in trouble. We and, and we rely on it because we're always on it. Oh. It's like, I just hey, you know what? Hey, Brad. I just translated buddy? it. It's like a telenovela. What is that? What? Who? I just oh, translated it, really? it and what? it's it's a whole thing. Yeah. What's it mean? What's it say, Chrissy? You want a quick rundown? Is uh, uh, hello, everyone. I'm Therese, whatever the name is. Uh, I was married to a gentleman who loved me so much, and I loved him too. One day he decided to take another oh, woman because I can't manage go. to give him children yeah. yet. Oh, now what? Month, How much money finally... does she want? How much money did she Yeah, want? I don't... Da, 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 da. <laughs> no one send this person money. <laughs> His phone number is this. Oh, my yada, God. Yada, yada. I'll call you later. Wow. There's lots of phone numbers attached, something to do with WhatsApp. Um, Yeah. Chrissy, can you. you screenshot and send me that phone number, please? <laughs> they, so they, it's in the chat, love. It's there they, all they, there. Oh, There's okay. multiple. They're going to be like, hi, I'm so sorry. Can you, Can I have hold, your hold uh, social yeah. security number? Hold on. I'll be, I'll be right back. I'm calling her. <laughs> <laughs> like oh hi uh yes oh you want my social yeah. security number hold on one second let me let me shoot that over to you on let your WhatsApp. Just, that is not me, what i was expecting just I was post like, it let's right translate this for fun it'll probably be like bitcoin or something it's one of those no. ones like hi dear madam my my beloved blah 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 yeah. i'm trapped and i cannot send money could you please accept this money of 18 billion dollars and transfer it to my other account i i don't know you but i trust you with all this money yes yeah, yeah. dear sir Dear sir slash madam. Hey, so so a couple uh, things really quick. 
I, I know we probably only got 30 seconds left because we started 20 minutes late. All okay. right, uh, all right. We're at 527. Well, leave Chrissy alone. The way this show runs over, you got to go another 20 minutes or so. What's up, Crawdad? Crawdaddy in the house. Yep, what were you saying? Hey, so, so, so a couple of quick shout-outs. So um, I know this isn't uh, you know really barbecue-related, but I'm throwing an event. Me and another buddy are throwing an event at Bear Wolf Brewery mm-hmm. in Amesbury on April 30th. We had talked about doing some barbecue stuff, and it kind of morphed into this chowder cook-off. Mm. Uh, so we're doing a big chowder cook-off. We've got about 12 teams. Um, if anybody's... Loves chowder, loves beer. April 30th, get your tickets online. Um, we got Facebook page, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Um, should be a blast. We're uh, we're doing this um, also to raise a bunch of money for the uh, Amesbury Kiwanis Club, too. The other thing is uh, on May 7th, got something fun coming up in Chatfield, Connecticut for you uh, New Englanders. Oh, yeah. It's the first annual Chatfield True Value Egg Fest. Okay. And um, I'm going to be cooking out there. It's not a competition. It's just going to be uh, one of their demos. I'm sure they'll have demo eggs to sell if you're looking to get a, uh, a big green egg uh, that's only been cooked on once. They always have great deals at those egg fests. But I'm going to be cooking with our boy Mike C. Yeah, uh, dog. He's going to be joining me because he is a Connecticut boy. So yep. looking forward to that. That sounds fun. Yeah, so if you're in Connecticut, around there, New, you know, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, whatever, New England, come on out and join us. One other thing, Chrissy, I'm I'm a little sad because this all happened very late. You know, yeah. usually what happens when I join as as a as a guest co-host? You do cocktails with C-Mac. Cocktails with C-Mac. I did not have time, and and here I am in Arizona, and we didn't have time. So mm-hmm. here's what I'm going to do: instead oh. of cocktails with C-Mac, we're going to do shotgunning with c-mac oh hell yeah hold on wait before you do it you gotta get officially called out by my texas boys at tbc texas barbecue chapter call them out guys call out c-mac you gotta give the official call out let's go big rome efron efron says he loves chowder let's go uh shouldn't be doing this inside but you know what the hell if if, if schmitty was on he'd give you the official call out right now just now don't just all over you just yeah don't choke on the uh the little piece of uh aluminum that you just cut open i'm and glad was, the wife's not in our condo right now be getting in trouble old. but sucks too damn hot oh efron right. says he's calling you out let's go Rome, big okay, rome is calling you out oh you just got big called Ron? out let's go baby tbc right, just called you out hard a little, just a little hole hard they just called you out. look at this guy little dribbles down his chin nothing clean clean Clean. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Oh, right. like, that is phenomenal. I'm going to have to. Uh, that was the I best I could do. Uh-huh. Best I could do at, at, at late notice. So I sorry I, I didn't have cocktails. I couldn't join you guys, but. That's okay. Yeah. We'll All right. Let me ask you this. So, so. Yes, sir. How was your chowder? Um, you're not a, you're not a New a- Englander. No. Whatever, you know. New, a, new, a New Englander, so right. But you've you've wrapped your hands around New England in your arms, like you know. Yes, like you really yes, become one of us. So I'm sure you've dabbled with you know making chowder or whatever. So I've dabbled. So what, I, are I, you are you cooking for this? Are you cooking chowder for this at all? Or you not? No, no, man. I, it, you know, we're expecting you know somewhere between three and five hundred people. 
Um, I think we're almost to 300 people uh, yep. with our pre-sale tickets. Um, That's awesome. I am not going to be cooking. I am going to be uh, running around, running the event. Um, there's just going to be too much to do. I, so we based this on there's a, uh, a chili competition that Amesbury Firefighters throw every year in October, and I've done it three years. Mm-hmm. So last year we, uh, we won it. Yep. And so it's really based on that. Um, so knowing how much work these guys put into that event, now there's no way I can, I can cook and, mm. you know, run the event and handle stuff at the same time, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I love chowder. I love, uh, I'm a, you know, I'm a semi-traditional new England chowder guy. Um, even before I moved out here. Tell me how, so what does that mean? Tell, explain to people what that means. So, you know, it's a white cream based cream, you know, chowder, um, clam. We, but, but I will tell you this, I do like a corn chowder. I do like some, some different stuff. And we've got, they've been sending me, the teams have been sending me their recipes and we've got some pretty creative stuff. So Mm. it's not, you know, we're not going to have, you know, 11, 12 teams just doing clam chowder. In fact, I think we've got more teams doing non-clam chowder we got fish chowder we've got okay we've got some uh key west conch chowder which i'm super excited and the guy that's doing this is a phenomenal cook used to own his own restaurant yep yep um we got some we got some really good cooks and some really creative stuff some some uh i think i saw a roasted chipotle corn chowder or roasted chipotle i guess that's kind of you know the same um but yeah it you know listen again it's not, you know, we're talking barbecue. This isn't barbecue, but I'll tell you what, you know, most of these guys that, you know, you and I and everybody else here, you know, you're, you're, you're foodies, right? And um, it's going to be some good stuff. It's going to be fun. You so, know, you know how you make your, yeah. uh, you know how you turn that chowder into barbecue? Yeah, I had a little Uncle Steve <sighs> shake. A little, we could do a little some, some brisket chowder. Hell, yeah. I did. I did brisket ice cream. Why can't we do some brisket chowder? But I'm saying you can turn that 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 chowder into barbecue. Just add a little Uncle Steve shake. Pop it, like in, pop it in the green mm-hmm. egg, cook it in the I egg. I like that. Well, we've got uh, Chapin, uh, Chapin, jeez, uh, I'm just, uh, Kenneth, who is a, a member and usually uh, watches the show. He may be on today. I think I saw him on earlier. Uh, he's, he's got a team. Him and his wife have got a team. So yep. there's going to be some good stuff. Mm. I'm impressed. That sounds, uh, that sounds like it's going to be fun, man. Now we just got to wait till the, you know, hope, hope that the weather's going to be good, mm. you know? Yep, yep, yep. Spring in New England, you never know. Uh, uh, apparently, you know. This is the rain. What you're gonna this, get. Is, this is the rain season for us. Yeah. Remember, I, you know, posting a lot of cooks last year during this time, and it was just pouring rain. Mm-hmm. A little bit of rain never hurt anybody. Yeah, May is usually pretty wet, but we need it around here. We need, things need to bloom. Oh look, yep, yeah, Chapin is in there. The Nordic. Hey, how about this? Check check out that post. Ooh. They're doing Nordic salmon chowder. No way. I love it. That's cool, man. Because you know, we, I mean, only used to clam chowder, really. You know, and and uh, yeah. but that's you know, and I love a, a corn chowder. But you don't get those other like fish chowders or you know, um, just all these other exotic chowders. You don't you don't really get that around here. You go to Legal Seafood, yeah. you get the standard. Yeah. Or any you know fish place, you get the standard chowder, which I like. But I do have to say that nobody was crazy enough to throw in a Manhattan chowder that I've seen yet. So um, I, I think most will still be kind of you know cream white you know chowders. So what's the Manhattan <clears throat> chowder? A different like a browner sauce or 
What is that? What's that? New England? Uh, no, exactly. I mean uh, Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, yeah Manhattan's a red, the red powder oh, red. Okay. Yeah, not yeah, as, yeah. Not as thick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not a big fan. Not a big fan. But you know, it's. I'll tell you. I don't know if you felt it, and I, we, we've had this conversation before. Especially being from California, I don't believe in this thing called grilling season, right? Grilling season. What is that? Talk about That's that. Year, you know, it's year round. I hear it a lot. Guys, on, you, know, on, you hear it a lot uh, in a, in a, in our group in a, in New England Pitmasters. So you hear a lot of. I'm looking forward to grilling season. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, when? What but is, I'll tell when you, does that start but, but, again? <laughs> but you know, listen. You know, you know, some people are are, are more more hardcore than than others. But I'll tell you what, over the last few weeks yep. and, and with events coming up, it's really felt like it's, it's kicked up a notch, you know, yep, it does, you know, it does slow down. I don't, I don't stop cooking for the winter, but I'll tell you, and it's like every weekend now, you know, we've got our KCBS, you know, we're, we're starting to talk about, we got, so uh, excited about that. you know, lens, I know lens, uh, Bedlam barbecue has been pushed out a little bit, but it's, you know, I'm starting to get kind of excited about the, the events again, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we really upped our game this year for the uh, KCBS in regards to the meat selection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, last that, year. That was, that was our, 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 I think, part, uh, our, our weak link that first year. <clears throat> the weak link was the meat. I mean, look, you don't have to use a Wagyu. You could turn out a great box with a prime, but when everybody else is using Wagyu, it kind of puts you at a, a little bit of a disadvantage. I I I, 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 think. I agree. Um, I think that the meat you know selection that we that we got was was decent, but it needed to be leveled up a little bit, and we did that this year. Yeah. Um, you know, Snake River Farms brisket, uh, competition Duroc pork package or the competition package for the Duroc pork for our butts. And yep. our uh, ribs, but I think the biggest thing that we also could that we we you know again that was our first time doing a KCBS, like right. really was our first competition period, and we were like right let's just jump into the KCBS. Well, it's local. Let's yeah. just do it. Yeah, you don't have too many around, but I think that presentation we can step it up a little bit more, especially with the brisket. I could have presented it a lot better than I did. But I learned a lot in the past year. Took a class recently, so I kind of got some inside scoop on. Yes, I like which, that. I think that's going to benefit us big time. Yeah, um, you know, I just learned a lot of stuff on how not to get DQ'd, which was a big one. Which we didn't yeah. get DQ'd last year, and we didn't come in last no. in, in anything. But I think no. that if the brisket was, you know, tr- flipped upside down where the smoke ring was at the top, although they don't judge you on a smoke ring. And it's not supposed Supposedly. to be judged because it's can be fabricated with, you know, tender quick or whatever. It still looks better. And even though you're not supposed to compare it to the previous box that you just looked at, you still it still looks good. And you know that everyone else is turning in a good smoke ring. So I could have flipped it right. upside down, had the smoke ring up top, maybe cut uh, – the, the the point off the bottom, so it wasn't the the, the decal seam in between. It made it just look a little bit better, I think. The yeah. ribs, the ribs, um, we need to get them a little bit more tender than we did last year. They were backyard tender last last year, but they need to be like, you know, you know what I'm saying, like clean, I, I bite through. And <laughs> we need to 
pushed them together. No gaps in between the ribs. That was a tip from our buddy Billy Gillespie. Pushed those ribs together. And that's, yeah. that's kind of what I saw during the competition class too, you know, how they presented I, it. I, you know. I agree. And I think we weren't nearly drunk enough, um, I, I might say. We might have to get a little bit more tipsy this year. Uh, and yeah, then, no, and- it's, it's going to be fun. But I'll tell you what, I'm excited because I, I've started um, – Practicing, uh, as as you know, I just got a new drum smoker that uh, from yes, from you did. Cotton yeah, gin? from Cotton Gin. Yeah, tell us about that. So, that little door in the front you can open up and refill yeah. your, refill your water so, pan. And yeah, so Matt Messer is doing some beautiful stuff, all all handmade stuff. Um, I actually bid on that. My buddy Big Paul on the grill. Um, every year he has a. Um, his foundation um uh to to help he lost his son years ago to um pediatric cancer so he has a big auction and and matt donated one of his top of line harvester drums mm-hmm. and i had been looking at them i thought they were beautiful and um happened to bid on it and and got it and uh Amazing. you know for four or five months you know it was during the winter um, but just, yeah, just got delivered the other day, did my first cook, did a couple of tri-tips on it that were phenomenal. Um, but I think we're going to, uh, since I'm the, uh, I'm, I'm doing the pork butt for the, for the comp, um, I'm going to start uh, practicing on that, but that thing, I'm, I'm pretty impressed so far. It's, I mean, it's a beautiful cooker. Um, I've wanted to, wanted to cook on a, a drum for a while and that was, you know, I've never cooked on anybody else's. That was my first cook. And, uh, and it's fine. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I, I've never hung meats before. I hung mm-hmm. a couple of tri, you know, prime tri-tips from uh, Alpine butcher. <laughs> you know, I mean, they were really good tri-tips, uh, but, um, probably the best tri-tips I've ever cooked. And I'm, you know, I'm from California. I used to cook tri-tips all the time. Hanging meat in a barrel can get tricky. If sure. You, if you, because you know, you, it's in a barrel. It's not like you're on a Santa Maria. You can raise it up and down a little bit if you need to. Um, but I think what's important that you have in, in your uh, cotton gin barrel is a deflection plate or diffuser plate. Bless you, Chrissy. You have a diffuser plate in there. Right. And a lot of, some of them don't come with that. And I think that's a huge... A huge piece of it, you know. Yeah. Um, Kevin's doesn't. He's a gorgeous barrel that Lenny made him, but there's no diffuser oh, plate yeah. in there, so to speak. Um, so you know, we put a water pan in the on the middle rack, kind of use that as a little bit of a of a of a deflection sure. method, and it worked good. But Schmitty over at TBC was telling me how he bought a pizza pan, I think at Walmart. Oh yeah, yeah. And he put work. a pizza pan. So Kevin, if you're listening out there, try this. Get a pizza pan. Put it on that middle rack, kind of like right in the center, and then you put your water, you know, pan on top of that, and now you've got kind of a round, like a more of a of a deflection space where it's pushing it off to the side, hitting the dome and coming right back down. So, and that could save that little bit of charring if you're hanging some meat, potentially, right? You might, uh, yeah. You know, if you're hanging, you're gonna have to flip them. Do you flip when you're hanging to put the pot that's down up? Or how does so, that work? So I did no, I didn't on my tri-tip, and and I might try that on the ribs. But on the tri-tip, you know, I I, I do it on the small point, right? Yep. And so 
the 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 side of the tip that's closest to the fire is you know the biggest and the thickest right um so i didn't have to but i did finish it caveman style so i hung it to cook right on the coals got yeah got it to about 110 115 Mm -hmm. and threw those two bad boys right in the coals and um and yeah it was it was freaking tasty i love throwing it in the coals yeah <clears throat> throw it on on you know the bigger coals, not this kind of the stuff that's ashing up. Oh, you don't get no, you won't, you won't, no, even, you yeah, won't get all, that ash uh, on there if you put it on the right spot. You yeah, you know people worry about getting ash on their on their meat when they do that, but if you put it on yeah. the right spot, it's hot enough, and it's just you can't, it, you can't beat it. That's a hell of a, no. a of a of a reverse sear right there. You know, absolutely, it's uh, the best. Yep. So Brad says that's the way I have my uh, my UDS. It's 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 a great vessel, and it's what most people are using in comps these days. They you know they're busting out. They're using the Smoky Mountains. Uh, they're using um, the barrels. The Humphreys, yeah. It's Listen, so much that, lighter than the than carrying you know three green eggs around. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I Listen, love it, the that, green uh, eggs. But it's at that KCBS last summer, yep. You know, I, I was actually surprised on how many UBS. As we saw, um, but yeah, you. I mean, between UDSs and Humphreys, that was kind of the, you know, the, the the two big choices from from you know the majority of the cookers. And for you guys that don't know who Humphreys, uh, is, who what a Humphrey smoker is, they're they're out of Vermont. They're up here in the Northeast, and I, I guess I can kind of um, kind of compare them to like Pitmaker in in Texas. I guess Pitmaker. Yeah, I, I just. I didn't really know who Pitmaker was until I, I kind of checked out. You know, I seen a lot of them at the uh, Houston Cookoff, and, and uh, the guys next to us were um, uh, Lee, who was just on our show. Um, blanking on his last name, uh, he has a bunch of Pitmakers. They come in cabinets. They come in different styles. So, uh, kind of a similar outfit, I think. But uh, Humphrey's making some great, making some great smokers. If I was to get a food truck or a comp cart. It'd probably be one of those things I'd, I'd consider to get a to get a Humphreys on. Yeah, there were there were some nice. I mean, they're, yeah. they, you know, listen, they're high end cabinet smokers. That's for sure. Yeah, you could fit a lot though in them. A lot. Oh yeah, they got yeah, racks yeah, on yeah, racks yeah. in there. I mean, you could fit fifty racks of ribs in those things. And then, well, I don't, in, I, in I don't know way, if you remember when we we're setting up and the dude, you know, to the, if we're facing our our campsite to the right of us that yep. wheeled that Humphreys out. Yeah, that was a beautiful cooker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so. You know, Bill Purvis from Chicken Fried Barbecue. He's got he's got one for one barrel for every meat, basically. Yep. And you know, yeah. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good. you gotta get some practice. We had some practice in. Get, I know. Some- Listen, this is and this pork- is the time. It's it, pork- it's spring. It's spring. It's what's LFG, dude. Pork was our best category last year, which is your category. Uh-huh. It's your category. Yeah. 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 And. That's right. We Say came that in, in whose category that was it? That was your category. And <laughs> we came in 14th last year for pork out of 30 teams. I was proud of that. I think that was pretty phenomenal. I mean, look. Listen, I was I was proud of all of our stuff for, for the first round, even our steak. We, 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 we 13th beat some guys out of 25. I'm drop, yeah. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm not going to drop any names. They know who they are. But we, we beat some good team even on our steak. We did. We beat some people that traveled from like multiple states Don't away. I'm not saying it, Don't. but traveled <laughs> traveled multiple states away just to come in for the state comp and left. 
right? You know, and uh, yeah, we were like, a, that was that was fun because we all like it was like a pit stop when the stake comes in yeah. the pit stop. We're all like, lift, scrape, spray, flip, turn. T- you, you, listen, timer. you've never seen Set the timer. you've never seen you never seen four dudes, you know, working on one stake flip. <laughs> <laughs> One little eighteen-inch kettle. We're all hovering over it with our tools in our hand, a timer. You know, like flip now, turn, uh, scrape. That was fun. But um, one thing I did learn is that they can't judge you on what's not in the box. So if we do the pork, and you, you know, if yeah, everyone, the money muscle is the best, right? So if you you could do all, you could do like three rolls of money muscle if you really wanted to. And they can't sure. judge you on not having tubes or not having, you know, pieces from the collar in there or whatever. They, you could have just tubes. You could have just collar meat. They can't judge you what's not in it. They can't compare you to the box next to it, which I thought was interesting. And you know what a new rule is for this year? KCBS, what? new rule of the year. What's that? I don't know if it came out this year. I, I, yeah, it had to. It is this year. Okay. You no longer – there's no more weight limit. On pork, so if you could bring a two-pound pork butt, had to be four pounds uh, before. So now there's right, no weight right. limit on it, uh, and you can detach the money muscle before the cook. It's legal now. And if I'm wrong, someone say I'm wrong, but I double checked and I asked the instructor. So and he, we talked about the kind of the gray area where people would trim all the yeah. way around and just leave it kind of dangling, and then cut it off at. 165, 170 when pork is technically done. That's what we did. That's kind of that's what we did last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now you could just cut it off and cook it completely separate. Hell, you could cook just money muscles if you want, slice them and dice them and throw them in there. That true story. So you could pay special attention to the money muscle with the price that. Yeah, I know it was one. Yeah, it was one of those rules before that. I guess you know eh, was kind of like you said was kind of in that gray area. You know, yep. they, they weren't going to trip too much if you cooked the majority of it, you know, attached Cooked. and then you, right. yeah, and then you, and you pulled it and wrapped it separately, which we did. So, mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. so, so that's a new rule. So you can uh, pull it, you can leave it attached. You could cut it off in the beginning and get bark all the way around that, Larry, and should be good to go. So good, to, good to know. See, that's, I, man, I wish I was in town when, uh, I would have loved to 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 go to that uh, judges. So so, I know we only got a few minutes left, but can you uh, recap how that experience was? The, it, the it was judges it, class. It was fun. Uh, they they stumped us. You know they they had a couple cook teams there <clears throat> that weren't cooking their best. They were trying to stump you. You know they were they you know they we they were looking for like if you pool sauce on like a piece of like uh, greenery or whatever, if you pool sauce that could be used as mocking. So we had to disqualify yep. some and uh, someone had some red leaf lettuce in there. You can't have any red it has to be green leaf only can't have any red whatsoever because that could be used as mocking as well. Um, we got uh, just burn ends for one of the briskets it was just burn ends only. That's it. And you have to score it on that. Doesn't have, there's no rule that it has to be slices of flat or point. It just be burn ends. And then the other yep. one was just half slices of the flat. They cut it in half and laid it out. And you had to just judge it as that's what's in the box. And it doesn't matter if the 10 before you had full slices and looked better. If this hmm. looks good with just half slices and they presented it well, you, you could get a nine on presentation like that. You could, technically. So, um, it's going to be fun. I, I, I think that, um, you know, everyone had a chance to judge all four meats. 
Um, and I felt that I was kind of right on par with the rest of the class, especially our, our judges' table when they broke us out into tables. I felt like I was right on par with like kind of what the other people were, were judging, you know, and scoring. Um, I was hoping that would be somewhere around there, not too off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was fun. Good. But uh, we are right there, Chrissy. Right? Pretty much? Yeah. We got rolling a little slow. So we got I rolling a little I was letting us go over a little late. A little late today. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, boom, boom. A little late today. It's but good, um, thanks for jumping in today, bud. It's you're always, always a there pleasure. when we are, You're always there when we need you. Yeah. You know, oh, always a pleasure, well, man. I, mean, I just wish I could, I could have been there to give you and, and Boom Boom a big hug. Yeah, yeah. Well, next time, and yeah. uh, shout out to Johnny Mags and family. Glad you guys are yes. safe yes. from the uh, hurricane force winds that took over your, your neighborhood. Yeah, this morning, insane, twenty minutes after John left for work. Yep, twenty minutes. Mm, I know. I saw him this morning. I'm like, why am I seeing you? Why this are you early, here right yeah. Now? Anyway, hit it. Anyway, hit it, Chrissy. All righty, do your best. Here we go, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Catch the uh, video on Facebook and YouTube. Catch the audio anywhere podcasts can be found. Any questions? Send them to pitlightbarbecue at gmail.com. Obviously, like, rate. Hit the subscribe button, share, do all that fun stuff. Yeah. All the links to our family and sponsors are below. All of them. All of them. Chrissy does a great There's job so many. putting them all in there so every week. <laughs> Thank She's you the best. for the big I man guess. for joining us today. Sorry yeah, we uh, couldn't uh, bring Leonard from uh, Truth Barbecue on this week. But my dude Clay Cowgill from Snow's Barbecue will be on next week. We have been talking right along since my trip to Texas. So I am super excited for next week. Make sure you guys jump on for then. Well, jump on then. And until next week, keep that smoke rolling, baby. Keep that smoke rolling. Boom. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.